When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have a new look. It's not Kelly Green, but it's white. Hey, we don't have to sit around and talk about what the Eagles are going to do in 2022. We can talk jerseys. Wow. Are you not blown away that the story in South Florida and Philadelphia was not who they're going to take in the draft? What's going on in free agency? It was the Kelly Greens. The Kelly Greens, baby, will hide all the bad draft choices, inactivity. Kelly Green, though, baby. (laughs) Right here, man. Jump aboard with the Eagles. Season tickets are on sale. By the way, you want to see those Kelly Greens up close and personal? You got to buy both years, 2022 and 2023, if you want to see them bad puppies. I know what I'm doing. Jeffrey Lurie knows what he's doing, man. Kelly Greens, baby. (laughs) By the way, this just in, Bobby Wagner officially signs with the Rams. What checkbook and what credit card does that team use? Once again, Big Sills just talking shit about getting the team better. Another team's doing, one team talking, one team thinking that they're going to get better. Man, I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, please hit the like button. Bobby Wagner signs with the Ramps. You know what, man, for me to sit here and tell you that the offseason has been a success for the Philadelphia Eagles would be a lie. I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you guys whatsoever. My friends, I'm going to make a proclamation here. And until I see otherwise, and until somebody shows me, I am tired of, of prospecting. I feel like I'm prospecting for fool's gold here. Well, maybe if we draft this guy, maybe if we sign this guy. Maybe if we would look at this, I'm done with this. The Philadelphia Eagle 2022 season is not a playoff season team. That is not going to happen. I'm sorry. Convince me. You got a harder schedule coming. The rest of the division got better. Where do you see the Eagles as a playoff team in 2022? Come on, man. By the way, I beg you to convince me of it. I'm begging you. Convince me this is a playoff team. You have a marginal offense. You have marginal players on that offense. Miles Sanders. (laughs) Quez Watkins. 
Zach Pascal. Dallas Goddard, okay. I guess. Devontae Smith, to me, it looks like he's on the island of misfit toys. That's what the Eagle offense looks like to me. It's the island of misfit toys. Tell me something here. How about this? We've been talking about getting Jalen Hurts better. How are you going to get Devontae Smith better? Your number one offensive weapon. Mel Reese has come on this program numerous times and says, I've not seen a more elect. Now that I know what he's talking about, you've never had an electric guy outside of DJX. Okay. I mean, and he was really one dimensional in the fact that he was a deep threat, not really a route runner. The best receiver you've had in franchise history lasted two years and he was T.O. The franchise has been run by tight ends. You would throw Carmichael into that conversation. He was six seven or something like that. And Carmichael was a tight end. And he's your all-time leading wide receiver in yardage. How are you gonna how are you gonna get Devontae Smith better? Let's not even just talk about the quarterback for a day here for a second, right? How are you gonna get Devontae better? A guy you invested a first round draft choice in, a position that you've bombed in, if you're the general manager, at looking at guys like JR. I can't even say his name. I don't care to say his name anymore. I just, I don't see it as a playoff team. Tell me I'm wrong. How about this? How many people think the Philadelphia Eagles are a playoff team? I don't. I don't. Big Pickett says, Smith was not targeted enough. How is that going to get better in another year where now you have game film on Jalen Hurts? Tell me. Please tell me. Okay? Xander's going to put a poll up on the chat here. Okay? Jesse says 11 wins. He sees that offense with Zach Paschal, Quez Watkins, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, and Miles Sanders as an 11-win team. Drew says in the NFC, bro, I'm not dissecting it. 17-game NFL schedule. Does this football team make it in the postseason? And Drew, they're in the NFC, so that answer would be yes. Richard says, nope, lucky to win six. D-Train, six, seven wins is my guess this year. Sydney, what a smart answer. I'll tell you after the draft. So you're going to know if one of these rookies after the draft is going to make an impact on your team. How will you know that he won't even own a helmet? How will you know that? Sydney, it's a good comment, Sydney. Because if you're talking about addressing a position, but you're not going to know what the productivity is. The guy won't even have a helmet until Monday. How do you know if he's going to be good or not? Now, if you're talking addressing the position, I'll go with you on that because I'm a big believer in that. Nick says 10 wins. Smile, 7 to 10. Hugh, 8. Fran says... It is frustrating as hell 
being an Eagles fan. It's frustrating, Frank, because you care. And that's why I care each and every single day that you come here and we sit around and bark at one another. Thank you. Just so you know. I have great respect. How about this? It may be frustrating for you, but I got great respect for all of you. Even the ones that disagree with me and even the ones that don't like big cells. I appreciate you coming here. That's what makes this thing rewarding for me each and every single day. I am Reyes. If you don't think we're getting 10, you're kidding yourself. You see a 10-win football team with that offensive huddle. I, I, I just, do you truly think you have explosive playmakers on that team? I can't believe people think that. But hey, you didn't have explosive playmakers last year. They're, I can't even think of the explosive plays you had last year in games. If it wasn't for that offensive line blowing people up and getting 10-yard chunks running the ball, you won games. How explosive? What? 38 carries, 200 yards. That's how you won ball games. You didn't win it through the air. You didn't win it with explosive plays. Hugh says the Eagles are weak. Dude, that's one thing they're not. They're one-dimensional. That's what they are. Oh, Easy Money has a good one. You think you guys have a shot at the Super Bowl this year? How many people think the Eagles have a shot at the Super Bowl this season? Double O says we're, we weren't a playoff team last year. Fair enough. You guys ended up after 2-5, and five, turning the corner and making it happen. What makes this team frustrating is the NFC is there for the taking. Drew, right on. Drew, maybe that's why I'm pissed off a little bit sometimes when I talk to you guys. Because it is there for the taking. It is. It's The NFC is there for the taking. Absolutely. Rams, Bucks. Bucks had a new move. Now we know why Bruce Arians didn't come on the program. He was told last Friday that he was being kicked upstairs and they were working around the public release of the information. That's what happened because they went into the NFL owner meetings and this is how this whole thing maneuvered itself. By the way, Bruce is still going to come on with us. We're going to get him. We're not getting him this week, though. You guys think you're a Super Bowl team? A contender for it? I mean, the Eagles didn't beat one successful football team last year, did they? Did you guys beat a successful? I'm trying to think. What was the best win? Denver? Denver wasn't a playoff team, though. What was the best win? I guess Denver because they beat the hell out of the Cowboys the week previous in Dallas. And then the Eagles went probably the Saints. Probably the Saints win because the Saints had the number one defense in you and the Eagles rolled them. They rolled that team. Man. Look. I want to be wrong. 
I'm saying the Philadelphia Eagles are not a 2022 playoff team. Please, God, make me wrong. You think that's in the best interest of my show to say that? Absolutely not. But I can't lie to you. That's the one thing I can't do. You have to show me where you have gotten better because here's the thing about the NFL and second-year starting quarterbacks. You have to have a gigantic leap because these coordinators have the book on you. They know how to defend. They saw what Bowles did. Denver playoffs this year. Hey, Sydney, thanks. Why? Because they got three in the building? That'd be a pretty good bet. <laughs> Sills, what separates us from other NFL fans? Your honesty and passion. Your honesty and passion is what separates you. Here, guys, I'm going to say something to you and your fan base in Philadelphia that I never knew. You guys aren't jackasses. Well, no, wait, I'll take that back. You are jackasses. You guys aren't the D-heads that people think you are. You're passionate. You're smart. You know football. You know sports. Best fan base I've talked to. I will, I'm not going to lie. Boston was a good fan base, too, when I was talking to WEI. Boston's got a great sports fan base. And they hate them, too. America hates Boston, too, the same way they hate Philly. Because you guys look at your civic pride sports teams with great reverence. Flyers, Eagles, Sixers, Phillies, same thing. Red Sox, great civic pride for that team. Celtics. Boston and Philly and Chicago have a lot in common. They take great pride, and most people on the outside don't know the difference between passion and being a jackass. And the sports fans in Philadelphia love their team. Don't sh We'll shit on the Eagles. But don't you shit on the Eagles. Because you really don't know what you're talking about. It's taken me a year to figure out the process here and how you guys maneuver through some of these organizations. Hey, look at, look at Birdman. F Chicago. Okay. That's just passion. Richard says, I live in South... Jersey people around here live and die for the birds. Great week if they win. Horrible week if they lose. Same thing with Xander. Xander's the same thing. I have the 2022 opponents if you want to see them. I do. Here we go here. Make that bad puppy bigger there, Xander. All right. Let's still get this on here. Washington Commodores. How about this, guys? Let's do this. Let's take a look at this. Washington Commodores. I said a split. One and one. The Bears in Chicago. That's a win. Here, here let me get W's and O. That's going to be a win for the Eagles. At Dallas. You'll lose that game. At Detroit, you'll win that game. At Houston, you'll win that game. At Indianapolis, you'll lose that game. At New York Giants, 
well, you lost last year too, so you'll lose that game. Cowboys, I'm going to say you're going to win this game. I'm going to say you're going to win the one at home against the Cowboys. New York Giants. Did I say the Giants would win? You'd beat the Giants? Oh, no, no. You'll lose the one there, and you'll win this one at home. Packers, you'll lose that game. Minnesota, you'll lose that game. That's Xander's sleeper team. Woo, baby. Jacksonville, Lincoln Financial. Dougie P coming home with Trevor Lawrence, baby. Man, I um, oh, why do I want to give it to Doug, man? I'm going to give it to the Eagles, but by a very, oh, man. I'm going to come back to the Jags one. I, I'm coming back to that one. Tennessee, you'll lose that one. At Arizona, you'll lose that one. At Pittsburgh. No, that's at home. I think the Steelers suck. You'll you'll win that one. That New Orleans game. At Lincoln Financial. You'll win that one. And here it is, baby. Here it is. The Jacksonville game determines whether or not you are going to be a nine-win team. Holy, hey, <laughs> Xander says he's taking Doug. Who you got? Eight and eight. I can't pick, I don't know, the Jag game. Who you got, Jacksonville or the Eagles? Doug comes home. Can you see this? Doug <laughs> wins that game turns to the owner's booth and goes like this. (laughs) That would be so Philly. That would be so, that'd be so Philly. Bro, you ain't beating the Vikings. That ain't happening. Okay. Who wins Jacksonville or. (laughs) I don't know, man. Doug will drop 50. By the way, they've made some pretty good moves. <laughs> a maniac goes, I'm late. What I miss? You're not a playoff team in 2022. Not much. No, wait a minute. Maniac. It's free agency. So you didn't miss anything except Bobby Wagner signing with the Rams. So you really didn't miss anything. Okay. You see, we're in free agency time. You could come on the show at any time and nothing will change because the Eagles won't do anything. So you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> the, the only time you're going to have to care is during the draft. Okay, because you know, we, we do have to do something. You do, well, you know, they don't. They could pass on their picks and look like the Vikings did a couple of years back where they look like asses in the first round. But you, you can do that too, you know. But you you actually have to do something in the draft. Are you on the record, Sills? GT says, damn right I am. Until you prove it to me, 
and show me that this team got better somewhere. Hey, watch this. After the first four games, if one of your rookies, they draft, oh, it'll be a wide receiver in that first round. You can guarantee you that. Okay. How about when? So what if Wentz <laughs> comes to Lincoln? And what if Doug comes to Lincoln and wins? Oh, man. And you don't make the playoffs. Ooh, wow. Woo, you could light them Kelly Greens on fire, man. <laughs> hey, March 31st, Sill says, no. oh, I didn't say nine wins yet. Oh, no. I'm still stuck here. No, GT. I haven't said nine wins yet. No, I haven't. As of right now, I got eight and eight, and I'm determining whether or not Jacksonville, if the Eagles beat Jacksonville, I don't know that yet. Man, Doug, you don't think Doug went like this? Jacksonville versus Philly. Eight, eight. <laughs> Drew. Hey, there it is, Xander. Eight, eight, and one. You'd be shocked, Drew, how many people in Philly would want that record. There's about 5% of the fan base that'd be cool with that. Eight, eight, and one. I hate rooting for 500. I totally hate it. GT goes, I'm holding you to it. Always hold me to, me, to it, brother. You always put my feet to the fire. Absolutely. Hoss, I like being proved wrong, being proven wrong. I want the team to win. I just don't see it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go like this. Well, you know, shit, whatever. Let's just say 10 wins. Look at him. Look at Dougie, baby. Look at Dougie. Sills. Sills. Xander's like, man, you can't pick. You can't pick Jalen and Sirianni over that guy and Trevor Lawrence. Eagle fans, who wins? Doug or Nick? Who you got? Funny, I asked a question earlier, but I changed it up for the afternoon show here. What's that question here? Okay, here's a question for you. In the next five years, over the next five years, who has their job still, Nick Sirianni or Doug Peterson? Oh, and, and Xander, don't let me forget to pick who wins that game because it'll determine either a nine or eight win season, probably keep you out of the playoffs. Okay. <laughs> ah, Nick, Nick, <laughs> Peterson, Stacy says, Doug, Peterson, both, neither. Vaselli goes to both be cancels. And Vaselli could be more right than you know. Hey, Dan, with your hair slicked back and your polo buttoned all the way up. It's picture day at school. Shut up, Andrew. Very Italian. And by the way, it's the greatest alumni 
in the history of college football. My Hurricane alum, baby. UM football. How you done? Philly will run Sirianni out of town. Well, hell, man. You ran Andy Reid and, and Doug Peterson out of town. Why not Sirianni? You ran a Hall of Fame coach out of town. And you ran a guy who won a Super Bowl out of town. That's and. <laughs> uh, thank you, Stacey. Well, you, anyway, we're running Sirianni out of town. <laughs> okay, well, you ran everyone else out of town. Shit. Canoli University. Shut up, Louie. Give me Canoli University. I actually think that's funny. Catholic school look. Thank you very much. Very proud of that. Okay. Roll with Hurts. I like Nick's passion. We'll see. The Kobayashi hot dog has to be done just right. You get the mustard, not just that gourmet, stupid, gray poupon mustard. You get mustard. You know, mustard. See, all the weirdos out west don't have ketchup on their hot dog. I tell those people, you don't know what you're doing then. Everyone eats ketchup on a hot dog where I'm from, dog. Ketchup. Put that ketchup and that relish on that hot dog. That bitch better be burnt at the tips, too. You know what I'm saying? I want that bad puppy. I want that thing burnt a little bit. I haven't had a dog at Lincoln Financial yet. Rob Pink for scissors. Draft him. <laughs> How do you know anything? I don't care. He beat me in rock, paper, scissors. Does the U still have a football team? Happy feet. You, 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 you must be not watching the Hall of Fame every year. Because every other year there's a cane going in. <laughs> you know, I don't see any of them Bama tools going in. Who's the last Bama guy going to the Hall of Fame? Hmm. Let me think. Oh, I can't. Yeah, let me think. Last Bama guy to go in the Hall of Fame. Let me guess. John Hanna? <laughs> Uh, when's the last Bama guy? Let me think. Hmm. Well, huh. Yeah. Ozzie Newsom? Huh. Can't think. Wait a minute. All these great players. Hmm. Really can't think. Hall of Fame. Give me one. Just one. Last 20 years, Bama guy. You don't have one. We have eight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, University of Miami's put eight guys in the Hall of Fame in the last 20 years. They done. Sills has a lifetime supply of Miami beanies and gear. I do, actually. They send it to me every year. They send me boxes of the stuff. Because, you know, when you help build the U, and you're part of, you know, just, wait a minute, I got to talk like Jimmy. A little pebble on the beach that helped build the beach. Yeah. You do that. Wow. I never thought about that. Bama hasn't had a Hall of Famer in the last 20 years, I don't think. Because, you know, they're a great program. <laughs> Put so many guys in the NFL. <laughs> 
All right, man. I'm going to give you my answer when I come back out of the timeout, too. By the way, my boy Jason Cole, so much news going on. Hey, do you know what this is? This is 10 names. With Todd Bowles getting the job, do you know that there were 10 coaching changes in the National Football League this past offseason here? I'm going to talk to Jason about that, plus other stuff going on in the NFL. Please hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back, National Football Show, Dan Silio. Jason Cole, our Hall of Fame insider, will join us here in a minute. Be positive. Have a great outlook in life. This is not Tony Robbins, folks. Okay, this isn't a two-hour session with Tony Robbins where you're going to go, you wake up in the morning, your glass is half full, look at it. On the positive side. You know, come on, Sills. Jump on the bandwagon with us. 
Even though we only have three wheels on the wagon. Come on. We'll get you there. Ah, don't worry that you got three wheels. And the driver is as old as Methuselah. Don't worry about it. We got it, man. We're going to drive it home. It's Philadelphia. Three wheels? We don't need any wheels. We'll carry the bitch across the finish line if we have to. Okay. This ain't Tony Robbins. Guys looking for Tony Robbins, man. Wrong channel. Big Sills gives it to you straight. And, ooh, sometimes it hurts. <laughs> Woo! That's right, man. You see, I could be like a guy from Stanford and, and, and like, and fool you with, like, fancy words. Because that's what people from, oh, Jason Cole's ready? All right. <laughs> My friend Jason Cole joined us, our NFL insider. Yeah, you know, he likes to fool you with fancy words. See, I'm a, I'm a University of Miami guy, man. You know, I give it to you straight. I don't try to fool you. There's some Dems and Does. <laughs> you got Dems and Does at UM. You got Dem guys and those guys. And them guys are going to hit those guys. And that's how we do this thing. Is that how we do it at the University of Miami? Is that what we're saying here? Well, you know, because I got my education over there, you know, and yeah, I mean, that's what we do here, man. What you thinking here, man? You think yeah, I went, what you think all, I, I go to it's school? It's all about the U, baby. It's all about the U. You think I go to school to be a doctor? You know, we're, hey, my diploma, I folded it up in my wallet. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's right, it's right there next to your learner's permit. <laughs> right. Hey, hey. I put that degree right in my wallet. <laughs> exactly. You go, you didn't pay for it. That was certainly true. Somebody else paid for you, UM, paid homie. You. Yeah, oh, I, I took a pay cut when I went to the NFL. Yes, I did. Yes, you did. I know yes, that. Yes, I did. All right. Yeah. And Jimmy I was went, proud of that. I've, I live by that. Okay, what side, of the, what side of the room are you on here, Jace? Do you think Brady pushed – Arians upstairs, or do you really believe that Arians wanted to pass the baton off to Todd Bowles? Uh, I think it was pushed out. Now, is it Tom's idea directly, or is it the owner's understanding this is the way to get the the quarterback? I mean, look, the quarterback's more important than the coach. I mean, let's not let's not kid ourselves. Um, you know. Uh, they got back together for a second year after after the championship. Tom comes back at the end of last season. One of the one of the great storylines is after that loss to the Rams at home, when they screwed up at the end and they called the all-out blitz and there was miscommunication that lets lets Cooper Cup go. It's sort of the crowning moment of the disorganization that Tom experienced by leaving New England. In other words, what Tom didn't really understand because he never played anywhere else is that <laughs> the Patriots are way up here when it comes to having the game under control and understanding what they want to do. Everybody else in this league, it's scattershot. Like, you've been on a sideline. Sometimes it's nuts. It's chaos, right? So I think that Tom 
got that feeling and he was a little bit fed up that things were not smooth and that things were left to chance and that you know he he wasn't oh we got a motorcycle this looks like your people on the motorcycle coming out by the way um <laughs> so to me it's like they found out that or tom found out that things are not always that simple right and that you know that details matter and that caught in his belief cost them a chance to win a championship this year he got fed up retires and i'm sure that ownership called him up and said hey look what can we work out and whether that's jason light or whether that's the owners directly or whoever it happens to be that conversation was had and he was honest about it he said this has got to change this has got to get better and that means arians has probably got to go would you say this were you shocked it was Bowles that got the job after what happened in that playoff game versus Leftwich, who was in line to get that Jags job, Jace. He turns it down because he didn't want to work with Trent Balky. I mean, were, were you shocked it was Bowles instead of Leftwich? Well, no, not necessarily. It's I would say Bowles has the Bowles has the experience as a head coach in running the whole show, right? And so they wanted to keep keep that together and operate i mean i look i don't know the inner workings exactly between leftwich and bowls and 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 the organization itself but if you're picking one of those two you're probably going with the one guy who's worn the headsets before um to be the head coach this time out right if you're going to make this move it, it's logical to me that you would do it that way so you know either way it would have been okay in my view Jace, I want to play a small game with you here. I, Jace, can you remember where there's been this much turnover in a season where you had 10 different jobs turned over in an NFL year? Did, can you – because 10 yeah, jobs – Yeah, there, there was a year – I think it was actually the year that Jimmy quit in Miami. If you go back and you look at – is that 2010 or 2011? When Wanstead came in and finally took over the job, there was – a good 10 jobs that flipped that year. I mean, it's, it's happened. We've had this number before now it's extraordinary. And I think that it's tough for the league to deal with that from this perspective. You just don't have that many guys who are trained to be head coaches. That's yeah. what I, I didn't know the talent pool is this heavy for them to be able some guys. It's not, it's oh, not, some it's guys not. Are second, second time guys, but let me, let me go here with you in just a couple seconds. Just your thoughts on it. Dolphins and Mike McDaniel, how do you think? And you know this? What's funny? Two months ago, I felt really crappy, and I still do, about the Brian Flores firing. But why do I feel better about the Dolphins today than I did two months ago? Well, because they got Tyreek Hill. And the, and the tackle from the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I mean, Armstead, he's pretty good. I mean, but Tyreek Hill is let, – let's just say this. Tyreek Hill makes the left tackle look a whole lot better. <laughs> he sure does. Mike McDaniel, what do you make of this hire? We'll see. Incomplete? I mean, I, I, you know, look, he he's one of that little Kyle Shanahan, Mike Shanahan mafia, right? Yeah. And those guys have been fairly successful um, because they, they do a good job running the football, keeping things under control. Um, you know, and I'm not talking about being a rugged running team. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about having a balanced running attack when you can. Um, you know, we look at Sean McVay. 
you know, when he had uh, Todd Gurley, they were a great running team. This last year, when he finally got Cam Akers healthy, they were a decent enough running team because they had Cam Akers and some other depth that that got him through the playoffs, right? You don't have to be great at it. You just have to be good enough that the defense has to respect it, right? And, they, and they've had that. And obviously, Kyle Shanahan did an extraordinary job in two of the last three years to get their, their running game going. And that's one of the reasons that we're so competitive this year. Bears, Mike Eberfluss, what do you make of him? I mean, I heard good things about Eberfluss. Does it ever matter with the Bears, though? No, it doesn't because they can't they can't develop an offensive quarterback to save their life. And no, right. it's just the best coach they still have had has been Mike Ditka. I mean, that's back oh, in the was, 80s. Yeah, who had who happened to have Buddy Ryan in the greatest defense that you'll ever see. And right? well, I, I tell you, they're in Baltimore, right? We talked yeah. about bowls. Hey, Doug Peterson in Jacksonville, I haven't asked you. What do you make it? You think that's going to be successful? I think it's going to be a brush of fresh air because it's going to be a positive environment, um, especially for the quarterback. It's also going to be organized because um, you know Doug is pretty organized. Uh, you know he's you know he's from the Andy Reid school. Now there are some detail things that I worry about him um, with Doug. I mean, but the biggest problem is that the GM is a fraud. Yeah, I mean, Trent Balky. Terrible. I mean, just, you know, why are you doing that? Why are you why? wasting your time? Yeah, I don't get that move either. Money. I don't get him. Why he's I don't, I don't get him. He's one of those guys who he talks like he knows the game, like he's been around Parcells enough to talk the game. But at the end of the day, he's just really a scout, and he's not that even that good at it. I completely agree. Texans and Lovey Smith, kind of an odd hire, but a – a really great quality NFL guy. What do you make of this hire? That's solid. But again, uh, you, you know, sometimes an organization can hire just about anybody. If you don't empower that person to make yeah. the kind of changes that they need, it doesn't matter. And who who's calling the shots in Houston? Because look, the owner is a doofus. A nice guy. Cal Mc, you know, Cal's a nice guy, but he's a doofus. And, um, you know, the, 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 the front office is filled with guys who are, you know, Easter B is, you know, uh, this sort of Machiavellian character who's trying to have people who are all sort of in agreement with his way of doing business. And at the end of the day, like, you screwed it up with Deshaun Watson. Like, yeah, I mean, he, he did some bad things. But he wanted out of there before that stuff became news, right? Yeah. Like, he was tired of you guys before he got embarrassed. So, to me, like, I got quite, you know, I got a lot of questions about what's going on in Houston. So, you know, good luck to you, Lovey. But, you know, David Culley was there for a year. And I didn't think that was a particularly good hire. But at least he got out of there with his $20 million. I know Tom, man, completely embarrassed the guy, too. But like you said, parachuted out of there with $20 million. Raiders and Josh McDaniel, what do you make of that hire? Oh, look, that's as good as you're going to get considering the circumstances. My only concern with Josh is, did he learn from the first time? Like, did he learn from his mistakes? And Josh is one of those guys who 
there are very few people who have more confidence in themselves than Josh McDaniels. Like he's the kind of guy who believes that his system made Brady, not Brady made his system. Okay. I appreciate the confidence, but that ain't real. It's about, the players are always 80% of what you do. And you got to realize that as a coach. Absolutely. Um, Saints and Dennis Allen, a complete bomb in his first gig. What do you make of this one here? It's a stable organization. Uh, Mickey Loomis is a hell of a general manager. Um, Dennis Allen being elevated to head coach in, in New Orleans. Well, I think there's a crash coming for that team because, you know, like they haven't settled the quarterback position. They're, they're bloated in certain areas in terms of, you know, salary cap. You know, they'll be competitive because the defense has still got enough talent, but the offense is a wreck. I don't know if Michael Thomas – you know, Michael Thomas seems like he cashed out last year um, after he got the big contract. You know, if they hit if they hit lightning in a bottle with Jameis Winston, that does okay. Otherwise, I think you know Dennis Allen is probably there two or three years as they tear the thing down to the down to the studs and try and rebuild it. Nathaniel Hackett, Denver. What do you make of him? Like that hire a lot. Um, offensive guy with a young offensive team, and you, look, you got a quarterback. You know, yeah. now what remains to be seen is what happens. You know, to to the ownership situation. And you want to know what that's going to be like. Um, but, you know, they, I think they have enough stable people around the team. And whether, you know, overwhelmingly, I think John Elway is going to be part of whoever the ownership group is. It's either him or Peyton Manning will be part of that next ownership group. That will give you some working knowledge of how to run an organization, um, even if that person doesn't have final say. Giants and Brian Dayball. I love Brian Dayball. I don't like the quarterback. Um, he ain't it. Well, it's just like, Daniel it's just, Jones. You, you, he's he not fla- it. He, like, he, he just he's flashes. Dave Brown. Da- Jason, he's Dave Brown two point I, I can't argue that. I mean, it's you know, it's Daniel Jones. What is he? What, what did I say? He was a com- combination of uh, one time. I, yeah, I, I can't remember what the line was. Something about Dan Brown, but um, you know, he's it, yeah. Daniel Jones just doesn't look the part. Now there are still people who think there's something to get out of him, but they're a smaller and smaller group. And Dable is going to be the guy to to find out once and for all because he's done a pretty nice job developing quarterbacks. And I'm not talking about you know like I'm not even counting the fact that he was around Brady. But if you go back to Alabama, he did a nice job with Jalen Hurts. Um, getting Jalen Hurts to win games. And a nice job with Tua. Tua played play, play the best football that he's ever been in. And then, you know, you get, go get Josh Allen, right? And you do a really nice job of making a guy who's not a very accurate passer into a more accurate passer and getting as much as you did out of Josh Allen. Like, that's the name of the game in the NFL. And so if he can extract something more out of Daniel Jones and they can somehow solve it, then – you know, good for him, but he's about as good a candidate as you're going to find. Finally here, Vikings, Kevin O'Connell. I mean, where are they in their, in their development? I mean, like, are they a good offensive football team with Cook and Cousins and Jefferson and Thielen 
and you know decent tight end you know are are they are they a competitive offensive team or are they in the midst of trying to rebuild because the defense got old on them you know like like that's what i really want to know and i don't know where they are i think that they want to compete cuz that's why they kept cousins but i don't know exactly what they are and when you bring in a new coach and a new general manager, the temptation is those guys want to put their stamp on something, especially a young coach and a young general manager. They're going to want to do it their way, which tends to, to you know, like tends to mean rebuild while the best, the best idea may be to reconfigure a little bit to make it competitive. And, and probably the most important question, like when you Stanford guys communicate with one another, do you guys read Shakespeare to each other? Like, is that what you guys do at night before you go to bed? You guys read Shakespeare and you read sonnets and, you know. Well, you I guys, will say this. Um, you guys go back and forth. I had a reunion of my, like, 10 closest buddies. We were up in Lake Tahoe this weekend. Some I'm surprised were- it wasn't at a library. Yeah, that's funny. Um, we used to <laughs> let me just tell you about my me and my friends, okay? okay? Okay, smart smart guy. When we went to the library one time, we went into one of those glass study rooms on a, on a Friday night, okay? Yeah, we I used to eat my dinner party. in them. No, we we brought our 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 poker chips and our cards, and we played poker in the library. In wow, one of those glass things as people walked by. Okay, wow, put, that was we, so anti. <laughs> Okay, that's what we would do. That's my, me and my buddies. Okay, wow. we have fun. Okay, you guys but really. I will went say that crazy, the conversation man. over this last weekend was primarily about the state of the economy, and we oh. yes, we would we wow. would um, have deeper talks about like Bob Schiller and his thoughts oh. on the state of the economy and things like that. I was and worried then, more about the in and out. How do you make baseball menu. entertaining? How can you I'm worried more about baseball? the in and out burgers menu. I'm what? I'm worried more about the in and out burgers menu, and you're thinking about more about society. Well, I mean, the, the, this is that's UM versus Stanford. Yes. You want to know, do I go animal style? We want to know if you want to talk about, like, inflation rates. Oh, infl- no, I only know PSI and Brady's balls or the footballs. You know, that's all. Yeah, I yeah. Like, you just, that, that's <laughs> go Canes. Go, go Canes. Jace. I love you, man. I'll talk to you, man. Thank Later. you, brother. Be I good. appreciate it. That's Jason Cole. Man, don't forget to get his book, too. Yeah. Must have been a crazy, wacky party, man, with all them Stanford guys. Woo! <laughs> oh, man. Can you believe, though, there's been 10 coaching changes? All right. Hit the like button. Let's take a timeout. Hey, guys, I'm pressing you. Do you truly believe that your Eagle team is a playoff team? You can't. I saw a guy with 13 wins. Oi. But on, huh? Hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show.
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Morgan and Morgan of the Dan Sulio National Football Show. Damn good news. How you doing? You talk about pissing the world off? Holy cow. People across the country are going to be very upset with Jacob Media because we landed a whale. We landed a whale. My boy, John Morgan. Damn good, man. Nice job, Joe Krause. Nice job, Xander Krause. Nice job, Big Sills. Nice job, you. Nice job, you. Nice job, you. You guys are making it happen. You're coming over to the show. By the way, we got an email prior to me going on. So if I was a little like this, Jesus, man, she said this because they're pulling back some money in some places. I don't know. Then it got approved. (sighs) Fantastic. No, 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 maniac. Good for us. Wait a minute. Watch this. Can I tell you guys a secret about the difference between radio and what I'm doing now? The Krauses love big sills, okay? But in radio, you can hide under your desk. 
for about five years until they figure out you suck when you're not pulling any money in. The only way you're going to ever move the needle in this this business is the two R's, ratings and revenue. Sills, I love you. Sills, we'll be boys forever. End of the day, that's not what this is about. It's kind of like football. I got nothing against Jalen Hurts. Son, you can't move the sticks for me? It has no bearing. Look at Frank Reich and Carson Wentz. That guy really likes him. That guy really adores Carson Wentz. At the end of the day, man, he didn't get that team across the finish line. He did not get that team across the finish line. They had to move on from him. That's exactly what happens in professional sports. Man, it's not a love affair. Love is fleeting. Results matter. In any business that you're constantly evaluated on, that's all it is. If you guys aren't showing up every day, by the way, I'm promising you, okay, this is a results business. If you guys think that I'm making zillions of dollars, no way. I'm at the beginning stages because I'm a finish line guy. I made hundreds of thousands of dollars in radio. Okay. hundred best I ever made was 500 grand. Okay. A lot of money, a lot of money in my family, a lot of money in my world, but this is all about results and I'm a finish line dude. Okay. Finish line. And that's what I'm saying about your Eagles guys. End of the day here. This is not a rip at you rooting loving, passionately. You know what Xander told me yesterday? Xander told me this. Man, I love the Eagles. And you saw it in his face. And he's like, Sills, when when I talked to producers in the past and they talked about their favorite teams, it was like this. Yeah, you know my Cowboys, man. I don't know. Here's Xander. Man. I don't know. I don't, I mean, it just doesn't, and you're like, you see it. That's the difference. That's the difference. Live, die. You're breathing for the team. You get frustrated because you don't see them doing the right thing. <laughs> Look at what Doug says. Sills loving the Eagles is like having an abusive partner. (laughs) Wait a minute. Duck, get my name out of your effing mouth. Don't ever put my name in your mouth ever again. You damn snowflake. Don't ever do it again. Hey, thank you for the best actor's award. I'm a vassal of love. (laughs) Thank you. And I love everyone. (laughs) Yeah, you looked it. (laughs) When you were beating the shit out of Chris Rock, you looked like you love everyone. Talk about contradicting. Keep my, 
wife's name, Annie Mann. Thank you very much. I want to thank everybody, and I'm a vassal of love. What about kicking the shit out of Chris Rock? Eh. <laughs> oh, man. Paul goes like, look at Paul. 51 years of shit football. Once, <laughs> Paul, now you sound like a New Yorker. Yankees win this World Series last year. What are you doing this year? No starting pitching. Bullpen doesn't have Mariano in there any longer. You think you're repeating? You're out of your mind. (laughs) That's Yankee fan. Yankee fan is kind of like Eagle fan in a way. But you guys have just been abused more. Because you haven't won more. At least the Yankees got them pennants hanging up there in them World Series titles. Matt Hatter goes, that was a fake slap. I don't think so. The Philly slapper. <laughs> Getting jiggy with it. Then it, then it. Hey, hit the like button. Okay. Holy mud on to me. I think we're going to have to have a therapy session next hour. Eagle fans, it's going to be okay. Why am I doing this like I'm um, like an altar boy? It's going to be okay. We'll do confession in hour number two. I promise you, it will get better. I think. Hour two, keep it right here on the National Football Show. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub. And in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Two National Football Show, your boy Big Sales. Please hit the like button. All right, I'm gonna do it to you here. Doug Peterson comes into Lincoln Financial and whoops the Eagles. You finish eight and nine. Mark the time. 5.04 Eastern Time, March 31st. <laughs> Dougie! I'm going to name him Dougie Fresh. There's Dougie Fresh. <laughs> yep. South Philly's own Dougie Fresh. Rolling into Lincoln Financial, dropping 50, putting a dime up, letting you know you can't get out alive. He looks at you and says, my aunt's watching, so I can't drop the... (laughs) 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 Woo! But you didn't think I could rap? Are you kidding me, man? Come on. Hey, Jeremiah. Okay, man. Hey, I'll free. I'll, hey, I'll freelance one on you, bro. Anytime you want. Especially you get a couple Coronas and big sales. We're good. I would pay to see that sales. <laughs> well, man, I'll be oceans. Um, I'll be at the oceans, man, for the draft. Sales got bars. <laughs> uh, no, man. I don't, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a lyricist, man. I'm not a, I don't put the beats together. I go to my boy, uh, I go to my boy, uh, Luther Campbell. Uncle Luke writes my beats for me. Give them bar sales. Sales, <laughs> what's my rap name? Fat Daddy. <laughs> it's Fat Daddy. Fat Daddy in the house. Going with Dougie P. Yeah. Uh, little Sills. No, no, Little Sills. No, no, no. No, no, Little Sills. Or you could go, Big Daddy. How you doing? I'm Big Danny. Or you could call me Big Nasty. <laughs> oh, big. Hey, man. By the way, dare I ask this on the show? How's how's my poll coming, uh, Xander? How, how how does the poll look so far? How are we doing on that? Who has their job in five years? Nick Sirianni or or um or Dougie P? <laughs> Sills would rather have Sauce Gardner. <laughs> oh man. 63% say the Eagles are a playoff team. The greatness of Zach Pascal. Yeah. 
Look at you, man. 63%. We asked the question, do you think the Eagles are a playoff team? Yeah. That's what I like to see. Yeah. Here, let me look at that offense again. <laughs> Sorry, but I need like <laughs> I need like a crayon to write them in. <laughs> Here, watch this. Jalen Hurts, here's what I think. Jalen Hurts has 3,100 passing yards, 15 touchdown passes, 10 picks. <laughs> Devontae Smith, 70 catches, 1,000 yards. I do think he's good. The greatness is Zach Paschal. 38 catches. 50 yards, no, <laughs> 38 catches, 450. Quez Watkins, 45 catches, I guess. 600 yards, I guess. Goddard could get 1,000. Goddard could get 1,000. Paul goes effing Bobby Wagner. Yeah, he's a ram. Okay, yeah, he's a ram. Did you think he'd be anywhere else? Maniac says Sills hates Hurts. No. I hate the way they're not putting people around Hurts, Maniac. How can I? No, 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 no. Maniac, what you're not getting is we may never know if Jalen Hurts is really a good quarterback or not with the shit you're putting around him. 650 receiving yards, Matt Hatter says, that Quez Watkins will have. You must be under the assumption that you have a quarterback that's accurate and that could find receiver number two in traffic. You can't find number one in traffic, but he's going to find number two in traffic? Ugh. Hmm. Oh, I did. <laughs> Xander just reminded me. Sills, you just said 600 yards. I did. Hey, Matt Hatter, I take it back. <laughs> oh, nine lives. Amen, Sills. We need a serious what you do, dude. Just give Jalen a chance. Just give, just give Jalen a chance, man. How about this? I'm going to do something, and I'm going to say it. So that Mrs. Hurts, everybody, and everyone knows. Look, dude, if he's going to be your guy in 2022, and he is going to be your guy, unless something dramatically happens in the draft, give him a chance. It's like letting the guy be out in the ocean with no life preserver, and he's drowning because he's got a brick on his foot. He's doing everything he can to stay up but you're not helping him. Dude, pay Julio, okay? Get Julio in here. Get 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 Julio. Sure. Get Julio. Get anything. Tell you what, Doug Peterson is going to do every single I guarantee you. 
that Bama kid, Evan Neal, would be the number one selection in the upcoming NFL draft. Even though Doug probably wants to go edge rusher, no way. He's going to do everything he can because that guy was on his back last year. I believe in Trevor Lawrence. And for the record, I guarantee you in five years from now, Doug Peterson has the Jaguars winning and the Eagles will still be figuring it out. Because that's what Howie does. He keeps you in the same, he keeps you in the same shit bowl turning around. There it is, there it is, there it is. 13 wins, you get a Super Bowl, and holy cow, did that upset the whole entire apple cart. Think about what that what went on in the last five years in the Eagle organization. You went from a Super Bowl winning team to a four-win team. How's that possible? You're telling me you were built for a long success? You weren't. Right there was a prime example of it. You went from winning. What was what was the record that year you guys won a Super Bowl? Was it 13 and 3? I thought you guys won 13 ball games that year. Was it 13 and 3? You went from winning that amount of games to a four-win team. You went to a 4-11-1 team inside of four years. What? I mean, incredible. Dude, Vaselli, the kid Burks, Arkansas, be amazing. A.J. Green had 850 yards last year as the number three. Yeah, Matt Hatter, you're, you're suggesting that Jalen Hurts is Kyler Murray. And let's not forget something. They also had a pretty good running game, and they also had DeAndre Hopkins on the other side of that dude. Remember this. Yeah, A.J. Green had, had 850 yards. Well, DeAndre Hopkins is on the other side of that guy. Then you brought in Zach Hurts. So A.J., AJ's not getting that number in Philly. Shit, that'd be a number one in Philly. Smile says, Lori doesn't want this Super Bowl nonsense. Everybody wants a raise. Enough of that. <laughs> 4 11 and 1. That's when Doug lost all the experience on his staff. I'll take AJ Green, Julio DK. Nine lives, put it away. Not happening. Your team doesn't move like that. Look at the Rams. Need a wideout, Allen Robinson. Need a linebacker, Bobby Wagner. Need a pass rusher, Von Miller. Need another wideout, Odell Beckham. And this is when they had Woods, who was healthy at the time. They just wanted to add to the riches. I mean, what are the what are the Rams doing that the Eagles can't? It's so a different way of looking at how you build a team. You know what's crazy about Stan Kroenke? Stan Kroenke gives their fans what they want right now. The Lori and Roseman are trying to tell you and sell you promises, future. We build it. You will come. It's almost like they're bullshitting you. The Rams want to do it today. Sharp football. Eagles have the third easiest schedule. 
in the NFL. Okay. And I'm still saying they're not going to make the playoffs. <laughs> Maybe they do. Maybe they do because everyone in the NFC sucks. I just don't get it. <laughs> what are the Rams doing? Why can't the Eagles act like the Rams? Why won't they? They're so afraid of giving the fans and people what they want today. I don't give a shit about five years from now. People don't have that kind of time. You know, I used to play golf. Then after a while, I realized I don't have four hours of disposable time anymore in my life. Got a kid. Got a career. You know, I, I don't I don't have... I don't have four hours of disposable time to knock a ball around a yard for four hours. I just don't, nor do I want to. Would it waste my life hitting a golf ball around a golf course for four hours? Forget that. I'd rather sit up in my house, drink my Coronas, and watch TV. That's 10 times more productive. Yeah, hey, Jeremiah goes, they're selling Kelly Greens, though. What a way to distract you. Watch this. Here's what they're doing to Eagle fans right now. Watch. Not doing anything free agency. Everything's going to be pushed in on the draft. Jesus, criminy, man. A lot of these other teams are getting better. What's that? Kelly Green. What? Kelly Green? Yeah, but wait a minute. I was talking about, what was I talking about? You were talking about lack of free agent movement. Yeah, those Kelly Greens. See, that pulls at your heartstrings because it reminds you of a better time. That's why they do that. Why do you think you listen to your favorite song or watch your favorite movie over and over again? NFL smart. They're psychologists when they do this stuff. Buccaneer jersey behind me. Reminds me of the old Bucks, man. Leroy Salmon, right? right? Kelly Greens. Wow. Oh. Yeah. I know they got my ass with the cat. Hey, but put nine lives. What NFL teams do, they screw with your passion. And it's terrible. Hey, Vasselli, those black helmets. Xander hates them. But I do like them. But I don't like my uniform being messed with. That eagle helmet should never be touched. There should only be... Two forms of eagle helmets. In my opinion, you should have the white eagle and the green or the white and the green from back in the 60s and 50s. Those are the only two helmets that should ever don an eagle head. Okay? Only ones that should ever. Okay? That's your legacy. Those are your true helmets. The black helmet, okay. It's to sell more merchandise. I get it. It's today's NFL. Okay? Just like with the Giants. The NY on the helmet, okay? That's New York Giants football. Not Giants. That's the LT helmet. Okay, you want to go in there. 
That helmet, the Sims helmet and the LT helmet, and the one my uncle wore, the NY helmet. Nothing else. I don't want to see it. Steelers, I get it. From back in the 50s, the current Steeler gear where they have one emblem on the side. Packers should never be touched. The Commanders is a train wreck. You took the Washington Redskins name away, which is a sin. Okay? Here, if we're going to be fair about taking the Washington Redskins name away, you should take the Yale University name away. He's named after a slave trader. Okay? The White House was built by slaves. You want to knock that down too? Our country had a history of that. But it's offensive. So, like, I love what the Seminole Indians did in the state of Florida for FSU. You know what they did? Florida State went to them and said, are you offended? They went like this. Well, kind of. You know what FSU did? Well, how about if we give you a percentage of the sales of our merchandise with Seminoles on it? Wonderful. We really love the fact that you're promoting our history of Seminole, Seminole Indians in the state of Florida. Way to go, guys. We're 100% behind you. Hey, you put that paycheck in front of them. Everybody started dancing a different tune. Seminole, hey, you know, we're a little offended. Here's a paycheck. Thank you for promoting Seminole Indian tribes in the state of Florida. Thank you, Big Sales. No problem. Here's your $100 million. <laughs> Hey, right? Hey, man. Money talks, bullshit walks. Tell me I'm wrong. Right? Yeah, the Washington helmet, man, it's, it's a train wreck, the whole f- history. Preston Marshall was the biggest racist on the planet. Preston Marshall was like, I'm not drafting. I'm not drafting any black players on my team. The guy hated them all. Didn't want anybody. He, he, he no, had no clue how racist that guy was that when he owned the Washington Redskins. It's totally terrible. And now you got an idiot running the team with Daniel Snyder. Look at BF saying, we looking sharp today. You like it? Oh, by the way, Xander's very jealous of this. See this? UN football alum. How you doing, baby? Only gods get these. I'm kidding. <laughs> Did you remember Bear Bryant? I got recruited by Bear Bryant. Got recruited by him. Son, how'd you like to come down to Alabama? Coach, it's an honor you call my home. Thank you, sir. My grandfather's like, Bear Bryant's on the phone. I, I know, Dad. He's like, how'd you like to come down here? We got a lot of good football players. I think you can help coming down here. How many times you have on the team, Coach? Well, we, I coached a guy by the name of Johnny Musso. You got one one Italian guy. You got one Guinea guy on the team. He goes like this. Johnny Musso was a hell of a player. What's the name of your – you got an Italian restaurant? Yeah. Sons of Italy. <laughs> Who's the cook? Wang Lee. Dude. <laughs> Wang Lee. Yeah, he's a hell of a cook. He knows how to make a great meatball. Wang Lee, a Chinese guy, is your Italian restaurant chef? Yeah, hell of a place. Sons of Italy. You got to try it. It's right there in Tuscaloosa. 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he was so cool, though. He sent me a... Um... <laughs> hey, Lee's coming with Italians. Thank you, Sydney. Thank you. I should have looked at it that way. He sent me a really great postcard, though. Good luck to you, man. I'll see you on Sundays. Yeah, man, what a good dude, man. He was really... Yeah, hey, I got a guy, a coach by the name of Johnny Musso. I had to look him up. He, goes, he did. He coached Italian guy. Couldn't find another Italian guy in the 50 years he coached. But he had one Italian guy. Now, unless you consider Sylvester Croom Italian. <laughs> I told Sylvester that one time. I love Sylvester Croom. He is one of my – he coached me when I was with the Buccaneers, and I think he was like the second black – that Bear Bryant recruited, and he is such a great coach and guy. And I told Sylvester, I said, I couldn't find another Italian. I go, how about this Sylvester Croom? It sounds like he was a paisan. Sylvester laughed his ass off. And, he, yeah, he may have been Italian. I think he had some. <laughs> it's like, I <"Hey>, coach. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, all good, man. <laughs> all good. So, hey. So, Jim Harbaugh's resurrected the name Colin Kaepernick. He's resurrected the name Kaepernick. I guess he's going to be Michigan's team captain for the spring game this weekend. And Jim Harbaugh's like saying, hey, man. You know, and by the way, he had great success with him. They went to two Super Bowls. You know, I mean, no, excuse me. They went to two NFC Championship games, I believe. Three, maybe. We Colin got to one Super Bowl, lost to his brother. He had some pretty good success. I mean, Harbaugh was 44-19-1 as a head coach at San Francisco. Great success. He's bringing Ka Kaepernick back, but Guys, isn't this story over? That <laughs> maniac, right? Isn't this story over? What, what, why, why did we keep bringing Colin Kaepernick? I, I forgot to ask Barrett this today, how he feels about this. This story's old news to me. Get another shot? Why? Go to the... Dude, you know what I would... Hey, do you guys agree with me? If Colin Kaepernick truly wants to be a starter in the NFL, why don't you go to the USFL or the XFL and see if you still got game left? What if Colin, get this, say Colin Kaepernick goes into the USFL and he lights that league on fire and everyone will know then he's still got game because you would translate that into going like this. He destroyed the USFL. Okay. He destroyed the league, which he should have anyway. So let's give him an opportunity to come in and try to fight for a job. Look how many teams need a quarterback. I mean, Pete Carroll is all like, you know, he wants to be a civil servant, and he sees Kaepernick going to the USFL, and, you, and he wants to put his time in like everybody else. Like, how about this? Why, why is Colin Kaepernick better than Kurt Warner? Kurt Warner had to go to the Arena League, 
the World Football League, the Team Europe, NFL Europe, he had to go through Arena, World League. He had to go through all that to get a shot again at the NFL. Why is Colin Kaepernick better than him? Kurt Warner had to wait his time. And his time came. You know why his time came? Because he refused to give up. But the one thing he didn't refuse to do was stop playing. Kaepernick stopped playing when he didn't have his bat and ball his way. My problem with Colin Kaepernick is not the fact that Colin Kaepernick shouldn't get an opportunity. Colin Kaepernick has not shown me any way that he's wanted to play over the last five years. Xander Wright, Warren Moon, had to go to Canada for five years. So Kaepernick is better than Warren Moon and Kurt Warner, who are Hall of Famers. I'm not suggesting in any way that Colin shouldn't get a chance. But show me you give a shit. Show me you give a shit that you really want a true chance. I played in seven, I played seven years of professional football in four leagues because I love the game so much. I love football so much, I didn't care where it was. The quarterback for the stars. This guy played in Europe and in the Middle East. Dude, you you know these these, uh, highlight reels that Kaepernick occasionally puts on his Twitter page? I'd have one on my Twitter page every morning at 6.30 for NFL scouts to see what I was doing. I get up at 6.30, I train for three hours, I throw the ball, I run. You would go like this. That's what I'm looking for, desire and heart and want. Instead of being a poster child for Nike. You see, Colin Kaepernick makes more money being the exiled quarterback than he does ever making it as an NFL quarterback. I'll give you an example of that. Okay? Look at Pete Rose. Pete Rose is the exiled Hall of Fame baseball player. And every year when the Hall of Fame is, Pete goes up to Cooperstown and he signs baseballs. Pete Rose. Pete Rose is relevant because he's just not a regular Hall of Famer. He's the exiled Hall of Famer. He makes money because baseball has kicked him out of the sport. Colin Kaepernick is a race baiter, and he makes money in the race industry. I'm not saying that his stances are wrong or anything, but he makes money as a race baiter, same way that Jamel Hill makes money. Instead of bringing people together like Lamar Jackson does, this guy builds bridges and walls. He's, you think that guy's going to bring a locker room together? Colin Kaepernick would frighten an owner and a coach because you're not sure he could bring the entire locker room together. That's a guy that divides the locker room, not brings the locker room together. Should he have a chance? Was he exiled? Probably. But for all the things he did to himself, the pig socks, 
if you're making a social stance on something and you're wearing cops depicted as pigs on your feet, wearing them as socks, you think that's smart? How's that smart? That doesn't show good decision-making. Remember I told you this about Randy Gregory? My problem with Randy Gregory when he came out of Nebraska wasn't that he smoked pot. My problem with Randy Gregory was that he smoked pot two days before the combines. That's decision-making. That's not understanding who you are and where you are and what you're about to attempt to do. It's like a job. When you go and you're interviewing for these NFL teams, you're, you're, you're basically being interviewed for job employment. Every single time that you're in public, you've got to put your best look on because they're going to look at you in one form or another and anything you do or how you react, they're going to take that and hold that against you when it comes to your evaluation. They're not looking for the positives. They're looking for everything negative because nobody's perfect. Okay? Jeff says, Sills, do you have a hot date? No, man, I'm still with the same old bag. She's not here. 33 years, man. D-Train, it's not the question whether or not Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. 42-25, what are you, crazy? Of course she should be. All-star at five positions, part of the big red machine, rookie of the year, MVP, World Series MVP. that's That's not the point. The Hall of Fame in baseball is not complete because Bonds, Clemens, and Rose aren't in. It's a joke of a Hall of Fame. You'll put Harold Baines in, but you'll keep Sosa out. <laughs> or you'll keep Manny Ramirez out. Or you'll keep McGuire out. They took juice. So? Are you under the impression that there weren't drug addicts in baseball's history over the 170 years that the sport's been on the planet? Don't you think the fans know? We're not stupid. Sports writers are the dumbest people on the planet when it comes to baseball and those idiots who vote for the Hall of Fame. They make their votes seem like they're like the social conscience of our country. You're not, guy. Barry Bonds not being in the Hall of Fame is the biggest joke on the planet. Seals, he's a juicer. You know what's funny about that? He's never failed the drug test, and it's all innuendo. Same thing that's going on with Deshaun Watson. You have no facts that Bonds was a juicer. Zero. His head grew. That's not a medical condition. It's not a medical condition. Dude. Oh, wait a minute. Xander just said Andrew Berry. General Manager of the Year. No, no, I'm saying Howie Roseman, General Manager of the Year. Because I saw some people over here going, Eagles are going to win 13 wins. You win 13 games. I vote on all that stuff. GM of the Year, like uh, MVP. I got to vote. Howie Roseman gets my vote as General Manager of the Year if they win 12 games or 13 games and win the division. Okay. Totally, man. Wait, no, Hugh. Hugh. 
If I made a proclamation that you're not a playoff team, if Howie gets that team in the postseason and they win the division, he has my vote. He has my vote. As the general manager of the year, and I'll do the show naked. (laughs) No, I'll do the show in a golden thong. And it'll have Jacob Media's logo on it, right? (laughs) Oh, man. Please, no. Monster's like, bro, man, I watch you before dinner, dude. Please. No. Oh. <laughs> you all heard it. Sills will vote for Howie. Hey, hey, Duck, I will. No, I know the point you were making. <laughs> Don't do it. You be quiet, man. Hey, hey, Xander, how's my poll looking? Tell me how my poll's looking. Will the will will the Eagles make the playoffs? Oh my God! I'm saying no. Sixty three percent the last time we checked. By the way, I'm gonna check it after the timeout. Let me let me let me see. Here we go. Okay, I'm 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 gonna hang tight. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub. And in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back. National Football Show, your boy, Dan Celio. Real quick, before I get to my poll, thank you. Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 Eastern. Can you believe there have been 10 coaching changes in the NFL? Monster, you'll like big sills in a thong. Spaghetti thong, too. If Howie wins 13 games and wins a division, you get sills in a spaghetti thong. For three hours when we do the new show starting on April 18th from three to six. Xander will be right there with me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I <laughs> will. Oh, oh, how do you think I look in my thong? It's a Jason Giambi thong. Golden. Thank you. Ooh. <laughs> uh, be, be, where, where one of those little nut huggers? I'm ready to rock and roll. How you doing? All right. Ten NFL coaching changes. It's funny, I was talking to Jason Cole earlier about this, and you know what? Here, watch this. Dolphins, Mike McDaniel. Seals, how do you think the Dolphins will do with Mike McDaniel? I don't know. Well, you're really breaking it down for me. I don't know. He's never been a head coach. What do you want me to say? Lie? Oh, this guy comes from one of the absolute best coaching trees. He's a Shanahan guy. You're like, man, you know, I don't know. Bears. Mike Eberfluss. What do you make of him? I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? You, you don't know. You don't have any insight on him? No. I'm not going to lie to you. I would have said the same thing about Nick Sirianni. I don't know. Um, one above all, does the thong make me look fat? Actually, it makes everything else look bigger. How you doing? Okay. That's why Trump's got small hands. Hey, whoa. <laughs> uh. Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles is a good hire. He said, is he, now watch this. Is Todd Bowles set up for success or failure? What if Brady only plays one year there? Say they have a really, they're probably going to have a good year. Brady retires. Kyle Trask is your starting quarterback. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that's kind of a weird job now. He signed a brand new five-year contract extension. Is he really set up for success? One year success. What's after Brady. Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson's the best off-season hire of any of these 10 teams. Dougie P. Hey, 
Who has a better record, Doug Peterson or Sirianni? And Sirianni's got the advantage because the NFC sucks. What if, what if Doug has a better season? His division ain't that hard. What if Doug has a better season than Sirianni? <laughs> hey, Xander, do me a favor. Can you give me, can you figure out the, um, the Jaguar schedule? I'd like to see the Jaguar schedule. See if we can do, see if we can figure that out. I'd, I'd like to see the Jag schedule and see if I would make that proclamation. Eagles and Jags. We got to call that. A, we, hey, you know how we have the wing bowl? We got to call that something. The Dougie Fresh Bowl. The Dougie Fresh Bowl. Him coming to the link. Sirianni has a much better team. Really? He ain't got a better quarterback. The quarterback is better. Okay, here's Dougie P. Woo! Carson Wentz right out of the gate. Both the Eagles and the Jaguars got to play on Wentzy boy. Oh, my God, I got a better one, Xander. Who has the best 2002 season? Wentz, Dougie Fresh, or the Eagles? Wentz, Dougie P, or the Eagles? Let's see here. Carson Wentz, WL. Oh, it's at FedEx Field, right out of the gate. Oh, Jeff, I don't think the uh, Jags are better than the Eagles. But I don't think it's a slam dunk. I said, by the way, Jeff, I said the quarterback's better. I didn't say, I didn't say the Eagles were not better than the Jaguars. I didn't say that. If I did, I'm wrong. Okay, here we go. Washington versus the Jags. They'll lose that. They'll win the Texans game. They'll lose the Colts. They'll beat the Texans. They'll lose the Colts. They'll lose the Titans. They'll lose the Broncos. They'll lose the Raiders. They'll beat the They'll lose to the Cowboys. All right. They'll beat the Giants. They'll lose to the Chiefs. They'll lose to the Chargers. They'll beat the Eagles. <laughs> They'll lose to the Titans. They'll beat the Lions. They'll lose to the Ravens. They'll beat the Jets. They'll win six games this coming season. There'll be two less games than the Eagles. The Eagles will go eight and nine this year. And the Jaguars will go 11 and seven. I mean, six and 11 this year. 
<laughs> I'll make a bet with you. The Jags win more than six games this year. I, I, I get it. I'm with you, Xander. I think they could be in that six to eight also. They're going to upset a team in there. I do think the Eagle game would be an upset, though. And Lincoln Financial, I'm kind of thinking, you know, hey, my brain is telling me Doug and Trevor Lawrence. Okay, my brain. But my eyes will tell me the Eagles have a better roster all around and their old line can control the game. Okay, so, I mean, I can't. I can't go down that line. By the way, 63% of you still think that the Eagles are a playoff team. All right. Xander, put up the um put up the G-Men. Maniac wants the G-Men. I'll take a look at that. And and if you want to do the Cowboys, I'll do the Cowboys too. I'll do Cow the only I'll do two more teams. I'll do Cowboys because they're in our division. I'll do Cowboys and G Men. Jalen Hurts versus Trevor Lawrence? Not a conversation. Trevor Lawrence is ten times the potential athlete that he'll ever be. Never no way. Lawrence is gonna be a star in the league. He's just in a shitty organization right now. And he's got to over, he's got to do with Joe Burrow. You know what I would do if I was Trevor Lawrence? I would talk to Joe Burrow. How did you overcome the Bengals organization to do what you did? I would really talk to him. How did you overcome that? Dude, Joe Burrow overcame the Bengals. And if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I'm sitting watching Joe Burrow do that. All right, here's the Giants. First-year head coach, Brian Dable. They'll lose to Washington. Wait, no. Um, That's in – they'll win that Washington game. They'll lose the one at FedEx. They'll lose that Cowboy game. They'll lose that Packer game. They'll lose that Jags game. They'll they'll lose Minnesota – They'll they'll win that Cowboy game. MetLife, they'll win that Eagle game. Bears, they'll win that Bears game. Lions, they'll win that Lions game. They're 5-5 right now. They'll win that Texans game. They'll lose that Colts game. They'll lose that Eagle game. They'll lose that Texans game. They'll lose the Ravens. They'll beat Carolina. And they'll beat... Wow. And they'll beat Seattle. I got them going 9-8. and eight. With that shitty quarterback. I never really thought about it. I thought the Giants were like a six-win team this year. I... St- Nut says they went three. Dude, man, they got a lot of shitty teams on that schedule. 
Maniac says eight and nine. Yeah, dude, I think any one of those games could go either way. I got the Eagles eight and nine. Hey, nine and eight, eight and nine. I think you got two football teams in there. Dylan says if Jalen doesn't turn out to be great, it sure as hell won't be because he didn't put the work. No, 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 Dylan. Right. Dylan, my problem with the Eagles not helping him, it's not him. It's not him. I'm not on Jalen. I don't I don't think Howie's done enough to help him. I, I, I don't think that I don't think he's done enough to help him. I, I just don't. We'll see if we can get the Cowboys in here before the end of the show here. I just don't think it. And by the way, I think Brian Table's a good coach. Xander, was he at was he at Bama? Was Brian Dable at Bama before he um, went to Buffalo? That's where he gets it all. So he coached Jalen. Okay, so he coached Jalen and Tua. He coached Jalen Tua. No wonder he knows how to formulate RPOs and the way he constructs it for Josh Allen. Can you imagine if Brian Dable had Josh Allen at Alabama, what that team would have done instead of having that kid wasted up in um, Wyoming. All right, let's take a look at the Cowboys here. AT&T. They'll win that. They'll lose it. They'll split. AT&T, they'll win that. Eagles, AT&T, they'll win that. Bears, they'll win that. Lions, they'll win that. Texans, they'll win that. They're 6-1 and one right here as of right now. They'll lose that Colts game. They'll lose that Packer game. It's at Lambeau. <sighs> they'll win the Jags game. Actually, the Eagles. Okay, no, no, no. Wait a minute. I'll take that out. They'll lose that. They'll lose that um, Eagle game. They'll lose that Titan game. They'll lose that Bengal game. They'll lose that Bucks game. They'll lose that Rams game. Holy shit! Really? I got the Cowboys. I got the Cowboys winning seven ball games, going seven and ten. I got them actually less than the Eagles and the Giants. I think they're going to take a huge step backwards. Huge step. Do I have the Giants winning the NFC East? No, I got the Washington winning the NFC East. The Washington Redskins. <laughs> yeah. The Washington Wences. The Washington Wences. If Howie wins, here we go, Washington. Here's the Washington Wences. They'll beat the Bears. They'll lose that Cowboy game there. 
They'll beat the Lions. They'll beat the Texans. They'll lose to the ooh, Colts. He plays the Colts. They'll lose that Giants game there. They'll lose that Eagle game there. They'll lose that Niner game. They'll win the Cowboy game. They'll win that game at FedEx. They'll lose the Packers. They'll lose that Viking game, I think. They'll win the Jags game. They'll lose the Titans. See, the Browns, I'm going to say they're going to win the Brown game because I don't know if Deshaun's playing or not. Jacoby Brissett could be the starting quarterback. Then the Lions. Okay? Got nine and eight. So you're going to have nine and eight, eight and nine, seven and ten. <laughs> A power division. <laughs> oh, man. Wentz owns Dak. Yeah, but Washington doesn't. I think he's lost one time to Washington in his time as a starting quarterback in Dallas. It's some sort of like freaky number. Yeah. Nuts. I got Washington winning nine games. I do. Dougie P and Carson coming to FedEx. Oh my God. I got to be in town for those. I don't care about the Cowboy Week. I only care about Wentz and Dougie. Because that's the true Eagle fan. <laughs> we, hey, by the way, let me ask you. Will you boo Doug when he comes to town? Will you boo Doug? Yes or no? How, how, how will you deal with Doug when he comes? I know what you're going to do to Wentz. Hey, here's a here, here's a public service note for you guys knowing this, just so you know how my boy Xander feels about this. If you boo Doug, you can unsubscribe if you want. <laughs> uh, Smile says, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hey, Rico, what's up? Hang on. Don't you think this is appropriate? Doug comes out on the field for like pregames. The old buddy Ryan, Jerome Brown salute. Then when his team walks out, you're going down. Give a shit who you are, what you did. You're going down. Bro, you can't have you can't have like a relationship with two people at once. It's impossible. So you can't really you can give somebody kudos. Snowballs for Wentz with a battery in it. <laughs> nope. Hey, 
I'm not going to be promoting any of that. We had enough of that at the Oscars. We promote love here. We're, we're all about love. We, 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 we do not do any of that. Nope. We're all about love, man. Yeah. How do you feel about Laurie saying he's going to welcome Carson with open arms in pregame? It's a dopey comment. It's a dopey comment. Keep your ass up in the owner's box, man. Like Carson. Dude, you'll make your fans. No wonder half the fan base has problems with you because of goofy shit like that. You're not going to welcome the enemy. Care who he is. You, 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 got, you got a whole half a year to do that shit when you see him like at owner's meetings or someplace. Don't do that at Lincoln Financial. Hi, Carson. I'm so sorry it didn't work. Dude, shut up, man. Make the city look bad. Yellow snowballs. <laughs> look at look at double O. All right, let me get out of here, man. I'll be back. Hey, man, I don't know what Barrett's doing. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's calling the um, he's calling the spring game for Cuse. So we're going to get him on the middle tomorrow, and we're going to be doing that. We'll be back with you tomorrow on Friday, 4 to 6. Guys, got some great news today, man. John Morgan's going to be sponsoring this show here, and we're really looking forward to it too. And that's all because of you guys. I thank you so much for continuing the growth of what we're doing. It's been incredible, hasn't it? Thank you so much. Hit the like button. Catch you tomorrow, 4 to 6. We'll see you on the flip side.